Welcome to the Maddie and Logan Show. Today we're going to be talking about the odd ones out. Just like, just like the Jaden animation video. I really hope we y'all all liked it. Um, Logan, which one would you like to talk about first? Tabletop games. Okay. You know, if it could start. Yeah. Here we go. Loud. Ariana, give James your $200 you landed on his property. No! He's in jail! I'm not gonna give money to a criminal! That's not how you... <laughs> Actually, it is. Why is brother screaming? Shut the f*** up, Sally. Do you want me to talk about your shit on my last railroad? I wish I was never born! Me too! <laughs> Monopoly is insane. Also, you don't pay criminals. It says that in the manual so in this episode it's <laughs> he's talking about how family game night whenever you play a board game with your family it can get a little crazy well yeah indeed it can okay. there's people screaming <laughs> also you don't pay people in prison so that's how life works yeah. here we go I think I wanted this what you all just witnessed is the phenomenon known as family game night. Family game night plays an important role in the household dynamic as studies have shown that families who participate in activities together form closer bonds and stronger relationships with each other. I think it forms the complete opposite. <laughs> well, no. This version is the complete opposite of what he just when said. When me and my mom play Battleship, it's like, don't play Battleship with her. She, really? she will get mad. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> but, yeah, family game night doesn't really, I think it can kind of, like, push people away because exactly how it represented in the beginning of the video, them screaming at each other. <laughs> ah! <laughs> well, Wait, next no, time, we you should do my Monopoly! No, we should watch after this. What? Um... Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Okay. <laughs> so try setting aside some time to play board games with your family. And if they beat you, cut them out of your life forever. <laughs> okay, have fun, you guys. I like board games. I guess any game that doesn't involve me getting up and moving around, I'm a huge fan of. Also, since I'm bad at... Everything and don't like playing games against someone who's better than me. I really love the games that don't require any type of skill Like the game shoots and ladders, which I just learned today has another name called snakes and ladders And I want to call it that instead because I'd rather draw snakes than Shoots and snakes and ladders you have no free will you're at the mercy of a single dice and I love it While I was looking up walkthroughs for snakes and ladders. I quickly learned that this game was made for preschoolers so, I was in sixth grade last year, and every Friday during our flex time, which is like a free period where you can do homework, read, or play board games, there would be like seven people in a line waiting to play Snakes and Ladders. Why? And just like waiting to play, and that was the most intense game, to a point where my math teacher, my which my flex was in her class, she had to actually stop people playing the game because we would start yelling. 
and I would be over here playing with Jenga blocks and throwing the Jenga blocks at my friends. So. Wow. Yeah. Which is probably why it's so simple. Or how about the game Sorry, which is the most unapologetic game I've ever played. There's some strategy in that game, but most of the time you're just getting revenge on the players who've wronged you. And the creators of Sorry knew this because the tagline of the game is Sorry. The game of sweet revenge. Which, Sorry. if you think about it, is a pretty funny oxymoron. Aha! Take this! <laughs> Sorry. I know how to play chess, but like most things, I'm not very good at it. Unless I'm playing against someone under the age of four, I don't want to play that game. Because it shows everyone how bad I am at planning ahead. That's a game that's 100% strategy-based. Like, have you, have you ever played chess with someone that's really good at it? Yes. You have? No, I haven't. No? Well, my friend Will was in a chess club for, like, a long time. And he was, he's really good at the game. And I went over to his house, and we weren't allowed to, like, do anything because, it, one, it was raining outside. Two, we couldn't play on an electronic set. So he wanted to play chess with me. And he blindfolded himself. And he played the game without, without looking. So chess is a grid, and it has letters and numbers. And you can say a letter and number to move your piece. He played the whole game and blindfolded and checkmated me in three moves. <laughs> I, I really don't understand how he did it, but shout out to you. You're awesome at chess. It's like the IQ test of board games. Beating someone in chess will put you more ahead academically than anyone with a Harvard degree. And you'll get more babe. However, there is one exception, <laughs> and that is, it's okay to lose at chess if you're playing against it's a computer, computer, even if it's on easy mode. Computers are way better at planning ahead <laughs> than anyone, because I don't know how, but a human made a computer that can beat the world's best chess player, but the creator of the computer can't beat the world's best chess player. So I guess that means <laughs> it's game over. We tried our best, but we've peaked. Whenever you beat a computer in chess, Maybe he was just, like, maybe he's better at coding than he is at chess. Which is probably what happened. Probably. <laughs> Maddie, do you have any comments about this video? Before we move on to the next one? I'm just here for the entertainment, really. Okay. <laughs> I'll find the next one and you talk. No, I want to find the next one. You talk. <laughs> okay, so we're moving on to one called the Science Fair. And... Ah! Apparently, he really did not enjoy his science fair, and I think I would have enjoyed the heck out of it, because it's science. Maddie, you chose the wrong one. All right, so it's no, I didn't. Yes, you did. Hush. So here are the odd ones out Hush. 12 days of Christmas on a budget. I like those now, videos. Now, in the 12 days of Christmas, it says that every day you get your true love something new, plus everything you got them the day before. Now, if we're doing this on a budget, then don't do that. Just get them one new thing every day. Like, you get them five golden rings every day for the next eight days? That's 40 rings. No one even has that many fingers. So let's start day one. No one wants a partridge. Pear trees? I mean, I can see that. I fucking love, love pears. But if we're going on a budget here, then get your true love a stray cat in a normal tree. It can be a pear tree, but I think the cat will choose no. whatever tree is closest. No. So that costs no money. That present's... Maddie's friend actually has, like... How many cats? Who, the neighbor? Yeah. Oh, uh, they have like, what, seven? Seven cats. One of them is named Frost, and my sister was outside with her friend, 
and they were looking up in the tree, and they just see this white cat and in they the tree. The cat. They, and they stole a cat. That's not exactly how it went down. They mm-hmm. took the cat out of the tree, and t- and they took it back to her friend's house, and they were like, and she asked her friends, hey, I'm going to keep a cat, and don't come in my room, and then she left. And then we go back, and then they come back, and turns out that this one house, Maddie's friend, is missing one of their cats. <laughs> so they run back, grab the cat, and give it back. So technically, they, they kind of stole it, but... At the same time, they kind of didn't. And then the very next day, somebody else was stealing the cat. Yeah, <laughs> they were, the same cat was outside and was taken into the wrong house. So yeah. Also, into that a cat very just white house. that cat just roams around everywhere, and I saw it on the roof once. Okay, so, cool. We're watching three, the rest we're doing of the video. With our wallets. Two turtle doves. <laughs> no one even knows what a turtle, turtle dove, dove is. is. Turtle dove. <laughs> that sounds like something out of Avatar. Like you know how they would. I do. It's called a morning dove. It's just another name. Did you guys let know what episode this was? Oh, this episode is 12 Days of Christmas on a Budget. <laughs> Freaking awesome. <laughs> have mixed animals. So let's just use our imagination. What if instead we just get turtles and tape <laughs> wings to them? How much are turtles? Mm. Uh, let's use our imagination <laughs> again and get another aquatic animal. Goldfish. Keep in mind, smart. the turtles were like expensive. $179. Kendra is terrified of chickens. We're at an Airbnb. I don't know if you remember this, but this is this was in one of our other episodes, our trip, our trips episode, when we talked about all the trips we went on. Um, we talked about an Airbnb which had a bunch of chickens, and they set the chickens out in the morning, and they started like walking around, and we were doing our family workout, and my sister is terrified of these chickens and just stays in the house. One went near her and she was freaking out, like, no, get away, get away, yeah. stay back, stay She does back. not like chickens. I don't know why she's afraid of them. I think they're fine, but. It's chicken house. to me actually had pet chickens. So this one's actually the most useful gift probably, I don't know. It might cost a little bit <laughs> free eggs for life, or until the chicken dies. What's with all these birds? Does your true love really want a pet <laughs> bird that badly? Okay, get them for pigeons. You know, the song never specifies what type of bird are they calling birds. After doing some extensive research on Yahoo Answers, I found that the song was originally <laughs> supposed to be for collie birds. What the freak are those? Just get your true love pigeons. I mean, pigeons are probably just <laughs> as cool as collie birds. I mean, listen to these pigeon calls. Yeah. This is easy. Get them ring pops. <laughs> I honestly would prefer ring pops over solid gold. Well, you don't really need six geese of laying. You already have three chickens, so just skip this one. Or you can just give them six eggs that your three chickens have already produced by now. Seven swans a swimming? You don't want swans. No, 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 no. 
Ten drums or or no, twelve drums or twelve pugs. Twelve pugs, duh. Yeah, pugs because dog. Dog. Yeah. Dog. It look dog. 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 Wait, where's manager? I don't know. Oh, Man- there's oh, manager. Manager was in the bathroom. Let's continue. Okay, let's watch. The, let's listen to the song. On the twelfth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me twelve pugs, eleven, ten frogs. Nine ladies dancing, dancing eight, eight mixes, seven rubber ducky, six, five ring pops, four pigeons, three American hens, I know you do. Science fair. Science fair. Yay! Ah! This is like one of my favorite videos. Oh, this is this, this video is by the odd ones out, and it's called favorite. "My Thoughts on the Science Fair." Science fair. Ah! I was talking to a friend saying, "Oh, I know. I <laughs> science fair." <laughs> he just screams. Which is really weird. This is Jaden. We do a video yeah. about the science fair and, you know, talk about how much it sucks. And she said, oh, at my school, we, we didn't, didn't do, do the, the science fair. fair. What? That got me wondering, did other people not do the science fair? So I did my own science experiment on Twitter. Twitter. I ran a poll and asked you guys if you even did the science fair and whether or not you enjoyed doing it. I th- did you do the science fair? No. I didn't either, so I don't know, but I think I would like it. 58% of you said you didn't have to do the science fair. Like, that was way more than I expected. That's the majority. I've renamed this group of people the lucky ones. <laughs> and when I asked if you enjoyed doing it, 21% of you said you did enjoy it, and 21% of you said you didn't. I know Twitter polls aren't the most accurate sources of data, but I think it's safe to say that this is a pretty split issue. Now, I'm in the 21% of people who didn't enjoy the science fair. And don't get me wrong, I love science. Well, okay, that might not be true. I really hated biology. <laughs> Chemistry, that was, that was just a mess. But physics... Physics was okay. okay. Maybe I don't like science. I just like space and watching these. <laughs> Bill and Neil, they're my buddies. Except Neil did hurt my feelings one time. We'll get back to that later. All right, so let me briefly go over what the science fair is for you lucky ones who didn't have to deal with that. Apparently, it's a very American thing. All right, guys? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. It's funny because 
All of the people that he got to say that are British. Yep. But he said it's a very American thing. Good job. Actually, no, it's not because our schools didn't do it. I think yeah. I did it like <laughs> once, and I don't remember it. <laughs> okay, let's keep going with the video. Basically, we started doing them, I want to say around fourth grade, and we would do this every year up until the 10th grade. The whole class would spend all day... Re Where does he live again? Arizona. Ah, oh, that's why. Got it. We have a school that goes up until the ninth grade. Them, and then we'd have to come up yeah. with a question that we could run an experiment on. An example of these questions are, does the temperature of a battery affect how long it will last? What color light produces the most heat? How does the shape of a rocket's fins affect its travel? All of which are projects I, I did. did. Basically, this was supposed to teach you about the scientific method, but what it really did was teach us how to procrastinate and make up data. And on paper, you might think, oh, that sounds like fun. I wish my school did the science fair. No. Here are some flaws with the science fair. First, you got the option to work with a partner. And of course, you want to work with a partner so you can split up the work and not do as much. Now, since I didn't have any friends, I would partner up with someone that no one else wanted to partner up with. But they wouldn't do any of the work. Work. I only did the science fair with a partner once. From fifth grade on, I did my science fair projects alone. The second problem is that we had to come up with a question all on our own. And you gotta understand, we were just... I think having a partner in the science fair wouldn't work as well as doing it by yourself because when you think about it, what if you don't know where that person lives and you can't meet up? And then y'all like end up doing the exact same thing. And not getting any farther in the experiment. Yeah. So, I mean... Why don't you just do it by yourself? I think it would be yeah. easier. Or just have a friend. Yeah. A friend that likes One science. friend. Logan, you Kids, do my science we don't think program. as cognitively as scientists do, okay? <laughs> just a couple years ago, we still believed in Santa, Santa Claus. Claus. Except, except for me. My family didn't do Santa Claus. <laughs> and now you want us to wonder if the ratio of a cylinder <laughs> will affect its buoyancy? Like, come on. And also, we don't have access to any resources. You know, the science fair is a lot like an episode of Mythbusters. But what sets apart the Mythbusters from your average fourth grader is that they're really smart engineers with access to explosives. <laughs> while we can't even drive to Walmart ourselves. We have to ask our parents to take us. One year, I wanted to do an experiment on a... Okay. This doesn't have too much about it, but would you rather have to let your mom know every place you go or um, not be able to go anywhere? Like you have to stay at your house. Let my mom know wherever where I go. Certain type of soil. So I did research I wrote everything all up. So but then when I went to Home Depot to buy the soil, they didn't, didn't even have, have it. it. So I had to pick a new topic and start all over again. Now do you see why I think the science fair sucks? So okay, I think it would have been better in That's really funny because that would be really funny if like he went he researched something that they had then and then they, he uh, went to go get it, and it wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. I would just grab the soil when I was there and just yeet it into my garage and be like, okay, now let's study it. <laughs> you would yeet it? Yeah, yeet it. Yeet. Entry school if we were assigned a question. I know the whole point of these things is about discovery, but we're all stupid, okay? I guess if you're anything like me and you chose a crappy question, you'll have a bad science fair. My very first science fair, after all day researching possible questions, me and my partner came up with a question. What time what of the day, day is, is the hottest? Now, I already know the answer to this question, and in fourth grade, I'm sure I already knew the answer to this question, too. 
It's noon. Like, I don't need to run an experiment on that. In fact, I can just go to Google and seriously just type weather and boom, there's my data right there. No need for an experiment. But the science fair isn't just finding the answer to your question. No, 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 no. First, after you research the topic, you have to write a hypothesis. A hypothesis is basically you guessing what you think the result of the experiment will be, but you don't write it down as I think this will happen. No, you write it like you know what's going to happen. This is going to happen. For a perfect hypothesis is if blank, then blank, because blank. Let's use my battery. Wrong. In, <laughs> in uh, college station, I guess, uh, where I went to school, my science teacher told us that we didn't have to do the because part. We just had to do if and then. But if cool. you wanted to do the because, you could. But I didn't because... It took too long, and I just wanted to get through the experiment. Cool. So, Nobody asked. Yay. I said, does the temperature of a battery affect how long it will last? So after doing research about how batteries work... Yes, manager? We're going to need to go swimming in a little bit, so y'all can let everybody know we're going to go swimming and come back with another episode. Okay. We're going to go swimming and have fun, and we will be back with another episode in a little bit. But Which we still have to come up with. Yeah, we still have to come up with another episode. Steve's going to say bye. Goodbye. And. Bye. 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 <laughs> no! Remember to never get your socks wet.